they came over here with $200 in their pocket, you know, they really didn't have much and, but they, all, they, they worked hard, right? Um, then they just said, hey, do the best you can with what you got. And the path that we were given was the American dream, right? Go to school, study hard, be a doctor, lawyer, engineer, right? So that's being Asian, that's kind of how it is. Mm -hmm. And I did that, right? I was the coachable kid. I was the one that wanted to make my parents proud. You know, I was the one that didn't want to take that for granted, you know, and I worked hard. I did the studies. Um, I was that nerd, anime loving, nerd, uh, Counter-Strike, Starcraft playing, bendable glasses, nerd type of person. Very introverted, very introverted because I was taught to work hard on my studies, but I wasn't taught to work hard on myself. And um, very fortunate, I went to Berkeley my dream school and I was trying to be a doctor and that's when I started to realize that life isn't just about books if you really want to succeed in life then you got to expand yourself you know so I got into personal development I got into uh, growth opportunities I, I try to join every club on campus I try to just be around different people and just kind of realize I think like most people they grow up thinking they're a certain person just like what you're saying right yeah. With the societal expectation or your racial expectation or your parental expectation, but you never are really taught how to understand who you are. And the biggest stranger in life that we are is like ourselves, right? You kind of have that self-exploration process. So why I bring that up is I believe everyone has their journey. Everyone has their own story. I'm very spiritual. I believe everyone's been gifted with their own unique gifts, talents, opportunities, experiences, and your story is just as valid as anyone else's story. It's not less unique or more unique, it is you. And the biggest blessing and the biggest gift you can give back to the world is to be able to understand what that story is, continue to develop that story, but to be able to share that because that wisdom is gonna impact someone, not everyone, but somebody. So I'm glad that you're doing a platform like this to highlight people's stories and that's really what makes the world go around isn't it exactly exactly yes. so i'm going to get started with the introductions yeah um and you know just feel free like you treat it like a conversation and you know just be yourself and we're gonna go ahead and get started all right yeah Ladies and gentlemen, I am your host, the Land of a Legend, AKA Big T, and this is another installment of the I Can't Make This Up podcast. Today we have a very special guest of mine. We actually uh, recently connected over Instagram. Um, I visited his page and felt very inspired to have him on the show. Um, I would like to introduce my next guest. He's an entrepreneur, man of faith, husband health guru and a student of life if you see any of his pictures he's never without a smile and he's guaranteed once you meet him you'll have one on your face too i would like to introduce james Zane. <laughs> what's up thanks for the intro i think that's me i hope that's me you sound <laughs> <laughs> yes yes definitely you uh not mistakable i'm pretty sure whoever hears this they'll definitely know hey it's all, he's talking about James. I, I, I know that guy. So uh, why don't you go ahead and uh, introduce yourself to my audience? Absolutely. Hey, everybody. Glad you're tuning in today. Um, the re if you're tuning into this, it shows something about you. It shows that you are open. It shows that you are someone that's seeking. 
it shows that someone you're someone that cares to understand your seeker of wisdom, your seeker of understanding life and everything. And that's just, that's who I am. You know, I want to seek the truth. I want to understand me more and I want to understand people more. Cause I think the most fascinating studies in the world are not found in books. They're not found in a profession. They're not found in anything except us, right? Human beings at the end of the day. And each of us have these unique stories, but uh, professionally, um, I was the person that followed the American dream. I went to UC Berkeley. I got my grades. I was on track to being a doctor. That was my first goal. And what I started to realize is when I got my first real job, I got my first corporate position. I was a manager at Target, trained to be a store manager, is I very quickly realized that that life wasn't for me. I know. Who here has ever gone out there and uh, you've been through your morning commute and you're just like, why am I doing this? You know? You go there and you clock in, you feel like you're a, 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 a hamster running on the, on the wheel right there. Yeah. And the money is cool at first, but then all of a sudden things start to cost enough and you never have enough, right? And uh, one day, a couple months in, what really, really got me to realize that this wasn't for me was I think the best way to predict your future is to find people that are on the same path as you, right? And look into the future, just like what... Big T is saying, you know, he saw others that were doing what he wanted to do, that wanted to share stories and have real conversations. And he said, I want that, you know? So at work, my only job I've ever had, I met the district manager and he was a high and mighty guy and he was successful financially and career-wise, but it came at a cost. And I realized that day, the cost was too great for me. Just to share with you some details, he was 65 years old working still 60 plus hours a week. And because of that type of schedule, right? And we know people that work that hard. He had no family. He had no time to invest into his health. He was balding, fat, and a smoker. And basically the only thing that he could say that he didn't like was climb the corporate ladder. And, but at the cost of what? At the cost of life, right? And I looked at Dan and I said, if I keep on doing what I'm doing, I'm going to fat, balding, and smoking just like him at age 65. And for me... And no judgment against him. That wasn't the life for me. And um, professionally, I found another calling. I found some mentors that had the life that I wanted to live. I got into entrepreneurship. I've been now a professional in network marketing for the past decade, um, specifically in health and wellness. I love helping people break fat loss plateaus, uh, weight loss plateaus, teaching them what to do, giving some good solutions there. Um, but more so overall, one saying rang true to me and my mentor shared with me this because I think we are so used to living life a certain way. Have you ever felt like you were just clocking in, clocking out and then boom, it's the weekend. And, and then you're like, man, what happened to my days? What happened to my time right there? And then you wake up a year older and then five years older and then 10 years older. And you're like, where did my life go? Maybe you see your kids grow up, whatever that it is, you know? And my mentor challenged me when I first met him the first day. Um, and he said, James, you know, you can live a life by design, not just by default. And I'm like, I got to think about that, right? You know, it's like, and that's what, that's what Big T said. He's just like, man, I should design my own life. And there was the first time my mind opened up to that calling right there. So Overall, I love helping people realize their own story. I love helping people realize what their gifts and talents are. I love empowering people to step up into their own potential and their own story. And um, I think life is so short. Why waste it living someone else's life? Why waste it spending it on someone else's dream when you could develop your own dream right there? 
you know? So I love people like Big T. I love people like you on this podcast because you're that dreamer that really wants more in life. That's dope. You mentioned earlier that you're from California. Uh, which part and born and raised there? I was, uh, so I was, technically I was born in China, but I came when I was six months old. So I'm pretty much American. I can understand Chinese. I can't speak it. I have a horrible accent, but I grew up, <laughs> yeah, I grew up in San Diego in the flip flop board shorts capital of the world. Um, went there for high school. And for the last 13 years, I've been in the Bay area. So I went to school up here and then stayed up here, but uh, long run, honestly, I want to move back down to San Diego because it's uh, really nice. <laughs> okay. So 2020 um, turned life on everyone's head mostly and showed us that, you know, there can be a lot of good and a lot of sadness in it. So how have you, you know, maintained yourself and your business through 2020 with all the trials and tribulations? That's a really good question. You know, and I think it first starts with a framework in life because I used to have a victim mentality about things. I used to be the type of person who said, well, if the government's like this, how can I succeed? If COVID's like this, well, that's why I'm not going to succeed. If my family's negative, that's why I can't step up into my greatness, you know? And I learned that you can treat life as a victim or a victor, you know, and victims look at the challenges as a barrier. Victors look at the challenge as a carrier. They look at it as a platform. If you solve more problems and you become more, then you're able to level up in life. So when that's why you see like the greatest wealth, it happens. It's interesting, right? They happen in moments of turmoil. If you look back in history, whether it's the Great Depression, there were people that got depressed, but those that really, not to use the wrong word, capitalized, not with, without the negative connotation, mm -hmm. you know, but they were able to innovate. They were able to solve, right? Um, that's when like Thinking Grow Rich came out. If you know that book by Napoleon Hill, have you read that before? No, I haven't. <laughs> I love that. That's like the ultimate of personal development and, and personal growth books out there. Great one. But he wrote it back in Great Depression days. And why I bring that up is those that succeed in life, those that are leaders in life, they look at challenges as opportunities to grow rather than the opposite way. So I've developed that mindset. And when I looked at 2020, I got excited. Whenever I see challenges now, I get really excited because I look at it, it sucks. No one likes going to the gym, for example. Well, some of you crazy people do, you know, but you know, no one likes to eat salads, you know, like no one likes to do the tough things, but it's worth it because you think of the type of blessing that's going to come through. So when COVID happened and the craziness happened this year, it's COVID next year, it's going to be something that a year after this, there's always something out there. Right. But looking at it as an opportunity thinking, well, if the rest of the world is going to be stagnant here, this is our opportunity to pivot, to learn, and to double down. And we, it was a big blessing. It actually stopped our business the way that it was. We used to meet up a lot in person, for example. Can't do that, obviously. It shifted our entire business to be virtual. So we have online platforms to serve our clients and our teammates. And it was a huge blessing because now we have flexibility over time where we can build a business through our phone at any time zone, any place, anywhere. So now I have teammates all over the world, which is really fun. And if COVID didn't happen, 
and I wasn't forced to look at the challenge and overcome it, then I'd probably be stuck in the way that I was before, you know? This year, I've been able to spend more time back at home, for example, um, than in the last 13 years combined because of what happened. So I think it's a mindset thing. Okay. Um, I, I feel as though that is an absolute truth. And it goes without saying at this point, you know, bad happens regardless. It's, it's how you pivot or how you respond to it, which, you know, what I'm saying decides on where you're going to go with yeah. any decision you make. So Wellness 360, what is it and uh, what made you start it? That actually was our pivot right there. Wellness 360 is our Facebook community group for our wellness clients. Mm. And um, we kind of, we had it before, we kind of threw some random content in there, but we never really developed it. But when COVID happened, um, we realized we needed some way to create community because I think one of the biggest missing gaps in COVID, because we're all shut down and we can't meet with each other, we can't connect and we're creatures of connection. We wanted to figure out a way, how do we create a community online to solve some problems, all right? So we created this with a couple problems in mind. Number one, I'll give you a story of why we created it. We wanted to scale out the experience and the support because we sell some amazing products that help balance the body, help you lose fat, things like that. The product works really well, but I think what's just as important with a high quality product is a high quality service and the support that's given there as well too. You know, we're very relational. We're very supportive. So what I started to find was there was a problem that was nagging in my mind, which was, okay, I only have so much time in my life and I can only help so many people directly, you know? Mm -hmm. And I wanna share that same experience through the, every single client that we have in our entire organization. How do we do that? Well, if we can scale out and leverage out the knowledge, education, the things that I say all the time to tools, then maybe that'll help out, you know? Second thing. We also understand to make any type of change, positive change in your life, influence and association and community is really, really huge. You know, to do it by yourself. Have you ever tried, have you tried like any type of new diet or something like that or a workout plan, Terrence? And then have you tried it? And then it's just like, oh man, this kind of sucks for myself right there, you know? Yeah. So yeah. it's huge, right? So you want to go out there and um, you want support. You want people that are on the same page as you. You want people that same, the same, share the same struggle as you. You want people that think the same way that you do. So the second part is how do we create accountability in a massive sense so that the group, the community can impress upon the standards and the culture and everything too. So that's when we created this Wellness 360 group. And in it, it's open to anybody, but we've put in our tools education, empowerment, all the stuff that we teach, free content actually, things that we've learned over a decade of experience. And then secondly, we have the community itself. So people that are on the journey together. So proof of concept, COVID started to hit. I met someone online just through a Facebook group and never, never met him before. And uh, he was looking to lose some weight. He wanted to get rid of his dad bod, all right? Connected with them, shared with them our program. He was excited, got the product, right? Added him to this group. And a month later, I don't talk to him too much. He's just in the group. He messaged me back, said, James, that was great. Lost some weight. Uh, how do I order more? 
And I'm like, oh, that's a good question. So I ordered again. Um, month after that, he's like, I love this. Like, I know some people that can benefit from this too. I'm like, oh, sweet. He added some of his friends. Month later, I get a message from one of my, my good buddies back in college days. He's like, James, I see your product on Facebook right now. I'm like, huh? And what ended up happening was my friend that I met through Facebook connected his friend. His friend got great results, publicized it himself on Facebook that it worked really well. It lost 15 pounds in a month. And everyone else was like, what is this? Where do I get it? I'm like, oh my goodness, I think we just created something right here, you know? And then COVID just made it even more. Now, what we do is we are optimizing the experience. We want people to feel extra special, that when they're in this group, they're understood, they have support, they have community and everything. Um, but that's a Wellness 360 is. And that's dope. I think due to the pandemic, um, COVID has created some of the best, worst opportunities for people all over. Uh, I've seen people, you know, grow like their YouTube channels from 7K subscribers to 80,000. Mm -hmm. I see people start businesses and then get to a point to where they hire 10 employees all in the same year. So like you said, you can either, you know, stick to your old ways of doing things or you could, you know, try a different direction and, and move on and and prosper and get out of the rut that you're in and, you know, make things more positive instead of trying to uh, find a way to deal with the negative. Yeah. You know, yeah. so who are some of your influencers? Who are some of my influencers? Meaning yeah. like uh, first and foremost, I'm, I'm Christian, so God is my main influence. But from there, I would say my, a couple key ones. I have good mentors. I'm a fervent believer that the best shortcut in life is to just find people that have done what you've done and just copy them, learn from them. You know, yeah. everything that I am is just a conglomerate of many influences. I'm not really that, I guess I am original in that sense, just like everyone is. Mm -hmm. but why spend why reinvent the wheel you know so i have business mentors a good a good friend of mine named elvis hard to forget a name like that you know yeah. he taught me the value of entrepreneurship of personal growth of, of all of that he, he helped me go from a shy introverted person that could even order food at a fast food restaurant to now being able to speak in front of thousands of people confidently you know, so that was a major influence uh, duke and sheila are some of my leadership entrepreneurship influences they helped us scale our business they helped us become a better leader they helped us understand marketing to a certain degree um, my wife is probably my greatest daily influence because she is for sure my better half she was first my friend and my business partner and then we started dating and eventually got married uh, but yeah she just something about a woman they just have this intuition you know and yeah. they just can, like cut through the male ego I, that's obviously what it is and just they know the right tone and hit you at the right spot to make you really realize what you need to focus on but she has very strong intuition she's actually the one that built wellness 360 all the content she's great at organizing all that i just talk <laughs> <You know? laughs> I, I got the easy side i guess you know um and many books many books many podcasts many things uh, gosh, there's so many. This year I've been just in my hole, just learning and reading. If I'm not talking to someone, I'm probably listening or reading something because 
we only know what we don't, we don't know what we don't know. Right. So we got to constantly be growing ourselves. Exactly. Um, that's why I subscribe to so many podcasts. I'm more of an audio listener. I yeah. like audio books and I retain information um, better that way. Uh, mostly visual um, when it comes to, you know, getting certain details, but as far as observing information, you know, listening to an audio book or a podcast is at least the way to go for me. You know, Any I can't favorites? what are your top favorites in podcasts or audio books now? Uh, audio books, uh, Richard Pryor's uh, biography, mm. um, Rock Hems, uh, Don't Sweat the Technique, I am going to check out uh, Trevor Noah's book. I can't think of the title uh, name of it right now. And um, a friend of mine is actually in the process of uh, putting her book on Amazon. Oh, wow. But she hasn't she hasn't finished all the details. So once that drops, I'm gonna check that out. And I've been reading uh, or listening to The Art of War. I, I need to, I need to listen to that man that's like the classic of classics right there yeah. what are you uh what are you getting from it so far how to uh deal with people without being uh emotionally tethered you know um learning that you know this uh i don't want to say a-hole but Sometimes, you know, this enemy could be, uh, you know, a bridge in the future. So, you know, I just, you know, treat them with a long handle spoon until they realize that, hey, maybe you shouldn't talk to this guy that way because he could help you in the future. Yeah. And vice versa. So uh, and then, you know, me working on my own book um, has is is, uh, because I'm not a writer. It's going to take me a long time to, you know, get everything right and I'm gonna have to get somebody to edit it for me before I put it out. So not that I'm saying I I, I read myself, but I'm I'm working on that. <laughs> hey, they say Robert Kiyosaki, Rich Dad, Poor Dad said, he's not aiming to be the best writing book. He's aiming to be the best selling book. So there's a different language there, mm-hmm. you know? In fact, some of the best books out there are written by people that really aren't good writers because <laughs> you're speaking a language that people don't understand, right? You're not trying to write a novel, you know, but you're trying to write something that communicates a message. What's the main message in your book? If you don't mind sharing. Everyone has a story and mm-hmm. you don't have to, you know, really accept life for what it is. Yeah. You can, even though, you know, everyone has a past and you can't change the past you control your future. Yeah. You know, I, I live by a quote that I heard years ago and it's consistent with me to this day. And that's don't let life get in the way of living, Mm. you know, and that's what I try to instill in people. You know, every time I come across someone who's just like, you know, frustrated about certain things that I used to let get to me, and yeah. I try not to let do anymore. And it's just like, hey, you know, yesterday is gone. You got a you got a, a new 24-hour blank slate. What you gonna do with it? Yeah. You know? I love that, man. Don't let life get in the way of living. I'm gonna I'm gonna steal that from you. <laughs> hey, that's fine. If you put it on the t-shirt, I want 25%. I got you, brother. I got <laughs> you. <laughs> 
So, uh, what are uh, some of your goals you have for your uh, your mini businesses uh, in the future? So I have a 2021. Ironically, I'm going to go through me and my wife. We're going to sit down and really hash out our goals and details now today. You mm -hmm. know, kind of Christmas that day, and then I'm I'm walking through my team on this tomorrow as well too. Um, goals are super important. You know, like if you don't aim at anything, you hit nothing, right? So we really want to make a jump professionally first. So within our business, we definitely want to have our first seven-figure earning year. Um, not necessarily for the money itself. I mean, we know what to do with the money, but really to create a story, right? To create a story that you can break through at a high level. Um, the mind is so powerful. Think and Grow Rich says, whatever the mind can conceive and believe it can achieve. Mm -hmm. So whatever it is that you want, we want that. There's something about saying you're a millionaire, you know, that, that has a certain clout to it. And I don't, I'm not doing it for a self-respect thing. I want it so we can gain attention because I believe the message we have to share is very powerful. You know, a message of breakthrough. We came from $100,000 in debt a couple of years ago, struggling to pay the bills and had to get our cars. We had to sell our cars. You know, we had to downgrade our house. We had to really go through a big plummet and a big humbling session where I was doubting my own self-worth and I was depressed for a whole year, you know? And then from there, realizing that your self-worth is irrelevant to your net worth, you know, that everyone has their story. Everyone has immense, infinite value, I believe. And the way to move forward is to really chase that purpose for you, chase that calling for you, whatever that it is, have, be in the mind of serving others massively and you're actually going to get that back multifold, you know, um, whatever spirituality you are, or your listeners are, it's, I believe we all believe that there's what you give comes back, you know? And um, yeah. So coming through that, we got out of that hole, not fun, but it was great. Learned a lot, pruned a lot. And now we want to, now we realize we're going to work hard work for exactly what you want, you know? So professionally, we want to definitely do that. Um, we want to create experiences and transformations within our people that are following us there. Um, from there, personally, I mean, we want to move down to San Diego, be closer to the future grandparents and start our family and all that, you know? So be in a warmer climate. How cold is it over there right now for you? Uh, it's about 42 degrees right about now. That's not bad. Yeah. Not bad. There we go. It's not snowing or anything, right? Is there actually snow on the ground? No, not snow. There's snow actually in a, Atlanta right now, but uh, not up here by uh, DC. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So I actually, uh, I, I'm a fall baby, so I enjoy the cold. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Are you the type that easily sweats? Um, I guess in like. 69 degree around that around that temperature you know because uh, it gets degrees <laughs> yeah so uh it gets humid here real easily so yeah. you know opposed to california where it's like dry heat right you know so that's that's something different i could do 69 there without mm. humidity but you get 79 here with humidity Ooh. or you know in July, you know, it starts out at 89 degrees in the morning. What? Yeah. So imagine uh, imagine dealing with that and, you know, hopping in out of a truck all day with boxing oh. shows. <laughs> yeah. 
don't want that. I, I get why you're a fall baby. I, I prefer cold over hot because you could always layer up, right? Get do the opposite. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So I that. hey, I, I I actually can't wait to get out to California again one of these days and enjoy. Let me know, man. Beautiful uh, weather. I, I definitely will. I definitely will. Yeah, I'll take you around. Fantastic stuff. I'll give you a warning though. Once you're out here, you might not want to go back. It's pretty nice. I mean, you know, if I could afford it, you know, maybe I'll make that happen. <laughs> well, we're gonna make this podcast go viral, and we're gonna change many lives. And the blessing is, you can move too. <laughs> I appreciate it. So uh, let me ask you this: What are some of the things that you miss that you can't do now in 2020? The main thing is just gathering with people. Okay. The main thing is just gathering with people. I mean, we gather virtually all the time, but there's something different about being able to reach out to someone and literally just like feel, right? Just be able to touch, high five, fist bump, hug, whatever that it is. And physiologically and biologically, certain things happen in the body, like literally, right? Like when you have that touch, there is such a thing right there. That's what they say, like for a new mom, you got to like have your baby by you, right? Right when they're born, because literal hormones of love, oxytocin, attachment, these types of things actually happen with physical touch. You know, it's a very real thing. So lacking that is definitely the biggest thing that I miss. Um, Besides that, gosh, I think dining into a restaurant, we're still locked out over here. How is it over there? Like, can you guys actually dine in right now? No, they they kicked us back to phase one. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So um, yeah. just order out only, you know, things yeah. like that. If, if you, some people, you know, who uh, rarely went out to eat anyway, they kind of got used to it. But when you right. take away the option, you kind of feel trapped. Exactly. So it's like, ah, I should have, I should have went to Red Lobster more, <laughs> you know, Fridays or something yeah. like that. Yep. I feel you on that. I know exactly what you mean. We had a rare opportunity. So we have a buddy that owns like a restaurant mm -hmm. and um, this was just this past weekend. And we're like, Hey, can we like go eat? We just want to see if they had takeout, right? They're like, Oh, let's open it up for you. So it was just us in the restaurant and we actually sat down at the table and we were able to like dine in. We're like, this is this is nice <laughs> man and besides i think travel honestly actually we were, we were planning some some travel plans this year okay. um, we love travel we love experiences we were intending on going to thailand um we really like tropical like beaches you know like that whole culture right there we went to bali uh, two years ago that was amazing but we want to go back to thailand and can't do that so those would be the top three okay so uh how often did you travel prior to um you know the lockdown typically we would have maybe like one international trip a year mm -hmm. and then one national one but still like at a just for leisure so probably like two leisure trips and then from there just a lot of travel for business fun things like that little mini trips like that all local but yeah, but at least two big trips a year, I think. That's how we would play it. Okay. I, I actually had a friend of mine's on um, the podcast about a month ago, um, John Kelly. And he's a musician, artist. And he told me he has been to 
48 out of the 50 states here in the United States um, traveling with his band. I said, I said, that's crazy. So you've literally seen, you know, 48 different, I mean, I'm pretty sure you went to different cities inside the state, but to, you know, knock out 48 of them is crazy. That's awesome. Yeah. Awesome, man. When travel opens up, where would be the, assuming money and time is not the issue, where is the destination that you would want to go to? Honestly, yeah, I want to check out Europe. Mm. Yeah, I've I've heard great things about Europe. I'm not exactly for sure exactly where I want to touch down. Maybe Italy, maybe Spain. Um, I heard that uh, uh, Paris doesn't really like Americans, so you know, I might just catch a train through there, not really stop, try to take a picture of the Eiffel Tower or something. But you have to. Um, I also would like to go to uh, Tokyo. Um, yeah, I hear I hear that uh, you can walk around there at three in the morning and people are just like acting like it's two o'clock in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. I, I would like to see something different like that. And um, Cairo, mm, Cairo, yeah, Cairo. for the uh, pyramids or just for Cairo itself for for everything i i've seen uh you know pictures of uh uh, on facebook of people going to cairo Mm -hmm. and seeing the culture seeing the pyramids and uh saying how uh it was transformative being there and experiencing that firsthand Mm -hmm. and i think it'd be dope just to check out i mean pretty much everything else is like a typical tourist thing that I haven't done yet. Like I, I've been to Miami, yeah. uh, been a couple parts of New York. I actually went to Toronto, my 26th oh. birthday party oh, nice. um, that I didn't even know I was going. It just, I, I kind of got kidnapped. I started in Brooklyn and I ended up in Toronto and it was crazy. Yeah. It was, it was September and I got on full coat hats and this girl yeah. there with skirts on and short sleeve shirts with like furry hats. And I'm like, okay, this is different. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Those are great spots, man. I was surprised. We had the opportunity to go to Europe um, a couple of years ago, hit up Italy, uh, France, Paris. I was surprised Paris actually was friendly. Like it was pretty friendly. It was, it was surprising. It's that we want to go back. So we need to go together to Paris. We need, I really want to go to Japan, fulfill that inner nerd side, mm-hmm. but also as good eating. I have a lot of friends that travel and they say out of all places, Japan's like the best travel destination. It does cost a pretty penny, but it's a great spot. Got to go there. Um, I, I'll save up my pennies and, and, you know, do whatever I can to enjoy it because it's like, it's it's small compared to a lot of different places, but it, it's it has such a, a big presence that it just attracts people. Yeah, you know, so you know a lot of uh, you know I don't want to say a lot of creations were made there, but a lot of things that people enjoy happen right there in the heart of Japan, and they don't even realize it. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So there's a couple of factories or businesses i would like to just go by and see and check out and and see firsthand um you know what it's like and you know just enjoy myself try some different foods and all that good stuff absolutely man you'll love it that'll be fun can't wait hopefully this next coming year there'll be opportunities 
Okay. So what, what's some advice you would want to give someone who wants to improve their life? That is a great question. I think the first thing would be, and this is one question that changed my life, right? So quick story. I had that bad year. My business went down by 50%. First time in my life that we were so that broke and that much in debt. And it was very devastating. You know, marital problems came from that daily stresses. It feels like you're in this massive, you're in this hole in this pit and you just can't climb out, right? And as we started to finally climb out, one of the significant things that changed, I was on a plane flight, went to Bali, celebrating my 30th birthday. And it was just like to kind of just, we weren't out of the hole for sure, but it was just like, Let's just get out of our minds for now, you know? A lot of fun. Didn't expect life to change. If you know Bali and coming back, it's a long trip. It's tw- it takes 22 hours because it's kind of in the middle of nowhere, right? So on that trip, you have a lot of time to think. And on the way back, me and my wife looked to each other and we asked ourselves this key question. This would be the question I would ask anyone that wants to change your life. If time and money were not an issue and you knew you couldn't fail, what would life look like for you? If time and money were not an issue, you knew you could not fail, what would life look like for you? Would you travel more? Would you want to be more confident? It's not just a financial thing, but it's everything in your life. What kind of relationship do you want to be in? What kind of health do you want to be in, right? Like just aim for exactly what you want. Because I think the biggest thing that held us back was you were scared. I think people, when they want to make a change, they're scared of what if I fail? You know, and, but if you're going to be in life anyway, and this is what I share as well too, life's hard, period, right? So you can either pick hard now or hard later. If you pick hard now, it's easy later. If you pick easy now, it's hard later. For example, if you choose to go with the donut now, you might have heart disease later. Hmm. But if you choose to have the, I don't know, hopefully not celery, I'm not a celery fan, I, I don't, I don't like celery too much, you know, but <laughs> I'm a nice steak, you know, steak's good. You can have the health later, right? So same with goals. If you choose the, what you want now, you're going to experience something better later. If you choose the, well, this is all I think I can do now, then you're going to experience like monotony and average and broke and, you know, depression later. So if you're going to choose hard, choose hard now. So we asked ourselves that question. If time and money were not an issue and you couldn't fail, like, what would you want? And gosh, we just came out with this huge list. The type of life we want to live, the type of house we want to have, the type of family we want to have, the type of health that we want, the type of contribution we want to do, the type of investment we want to do, the type of professional stuff that we wanted to do, the type of relationship that we wanted to have. Huge laundry list. And as you start to attune your mind towards exactly what you want, you literally change your frequency. You literally change your vibration. It's like, have you ever been around someone that had a negative vibe? Mm-hmm. And you're just like, ugh, you know? And there is such thing as frequency in life. So if you're excited about life, if you are defining exactly what you want, something magical happens. And I won't dive into the, there's science behind this. There's like quantum physics behind this. There's spirituality behind this. But you know that if you're in a positive mood, good things start to happen, you know? So that's the first thing I would say to find exactly what it is that you want in life. Number two, 
then you have to seek out mentors, right? Because what you want in life, whatever it is, let's say you want to break out of your shell and not be introverted, which I was. Find someone that was introverted and was not anymore. And find them and do whatever it takes to get into their circle. Follow their books, follow their courses, follow their resources, add value to their life. I think a big thing that's helped me and I teach people to do is if you want to find mentors, because a lot of people are like, I want a mentor. Well, why would they want you as a mentee? So be the best student because every mentor, I'm sure, Terrence, you like to teach people. So what's something that you like to teach people? Something that you're, you know you're pretty good at and you tend to share with others. Well, uh, I like to educate people on uh, business structures and how to you know, uh, create a, a blueprint for what they want to do. And depending on if it's like uh, something like, let's say, uh, marketing or whatever yeah. it may be, something like that. Um, I also like teaching people or educating them about certain series that I watch, you know, giving them those details and letting them know why I watch it and what information I got from it and, you know, how I think it would, you know, fit to you or something you could enjoy. That's awesome. So let's take the business structure one, right? Can you imagine someone came up to you and they're like, Terrence, Big T, can you help me, you know, with my business stuff? And then you're like, I got you. And you're laying it out. And then that person's being all like, they're doubting you. They're not following you. Let's say you tell them do this to your Facebook page and they just totally don't do it. Mm -hmm. Right? Isn't that the most annoying thing in the world? If someone asks you for advice and then they don't follow the advice that you give them. Yeah. So you're right. So if someone to find a mentor, be the best mentee. So if it makes sense, follow the advice, really add value because every mentor loves to share, you know, but they want to share with people that they really want to learn with, you know? So number two is find a mentor. Number three is immerse yourself in an environment that is conducive to that change that you want to have. You know, we are influenced, we're our environment. 91, 91% of our thoughts that we think today are the same as the thoughts yesterday. And most of our thoughts are negative. So most people can make a decision. Most people can make a change to say, let's say it's New Year's, right? Top resolutions. I want to lose weight. They try to hit the gym or, well, now there's no gyms really. You know, they try to make a change. Or I want to make more money. They try to make a change and do, do a different opportunity, whatever that it is. But it's not about starting, it's about finishing it, right? And the best way to finish something is to put yourself in immerse, that word specifically, soak yourself in an environment that feeds towards that goal. So if you want to go out there and make a change of, let's just say health, be around people that are healthy. Be in an environment that reminds you of that every single day. Keep yourself accountable, you know, voluntarily. So if you decide what you want, you find good mentors, you're a good student, and then from there, you immerse yourself in an environment, you're bound to succeed. You're bound to make whatever change that it is that you want, whether it's your personal development, your health, your money, your relationship, it don't matter. That thing can, that's what I do. That's what I teach. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you. I was kind of entranced in the information you were just giving, and I'm just like, you know what? Uh, I know what I'm be doing once I uh, have some free time later on the day, and that's, um, you know, getting into this uh, wellness 360 because I 
I honestly, uh, I value that information and I think that other people should too. And I mean, just like you said, um, if you do give somebody advice and you don't take it, um, you just weren't the person that they were ready to get that information from, sure. you know? So that's, that's the way I see it because I can give someone advice and then you can give somebody advice and they don't take it. But then let's say your wife gave them an advice and they're like, okay, I don't know if it was how she said it or, you know, what she said, but that's how they retain the information. And that's what made it work for them. As long as they got it, it's fine for me, you know? Sure. I completely agree. I know, man. Yeah, you're more than welcome in the group, brother. Would love to help you out, whatever it takes. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. So, uh, uh, I guess the the last thing I can ask is, uh, uh, what do you uh, want to do as far as like a long term goal? Like, do you find you find yourself saying, okay, nah, I want to be here in twenty years and or is it like, do you uh, treat every day like, uh, you know, that might change. So I'm just going to play it by ear. So I think about legacy. I think about impact. It's a whole thing of on your tombstone, mm-hmm. what would you want people to remember you of? And I'm spiritual. I know not everyone's spiritual, but it's it, for me, it's spiritually driven. It's I want to bring the kingdom of God here on earth because i don't think we have to wait until after eternity to experience that and all that means is this for those that are not of the same faith is i believe that we are placed here not for ourselves but to serve others Mm -hmm. i believe we all agree that love triumphs over all i believe that life should be in about getting around others and adding value to them you know i believe that we have unique gifts and talents and dreams within each and every one of us that are clawing to come out and only you can see that vision because it was uniquely given to you no one else can see it and no one else needs to see it walt disney looked at a plot of empty land that said that's gonna be the happiest place in the world and i just think about the people that are around him that day and they were probably just like who is this crazy person what are you talking about right the vision is being able to see that dream that's within you. And it's there for a reason because that is the direction of your purpose or it'll move you towards the direction of your purpose, you know? But to be someone that showed the world that you can create that vision within you, you can become that person that you were designed to be to fulfill your fullest potential and that every single person, regardless of race, background, socioeconomic, whatever, can go into that as well too that's what i feel the kingdom of god truly is you know because that's that's creation right there that is fulfillment that is potential you know and to create an environment where people just really learn to love each other better but that's what i would love to be able to have that's dope i uh i told myself a while ago that you know everyone you know gets a tombstone at least most people do yeah. And it's, you know, 1980, whatever, to the day you go on. I told myself that dash mm. is my life and it's going to stand for so much. And everyone should go to, you know, wake up every day and think about that concept. Do you want your dash to say you went to work and had a family and then passed away eating a chicken sandwich, you know? Or do you want to say, 
that dash meant that I climbed, I climbed Count uh, Kilimanjaro twice. You know, I started a business and met the president. I flew around the world three times. I wrestled a bear. What do you want your dash to be? Yeah, that's something I believe that you know everyone should wake up and you know have in the back of your mind. So. You know, everyone says you got 24 hours every time you open your eyelids. What are you going to do with yours? Because I know what I'm going to do with mine. Yep. I love that, man. Dang. And I can tell you're moving into that direction. Exactly. So this has been dope. I appreciate you, you know, sharing your Christmas morning with me. And, you know, I know that uh, you made time for me to make this happen, but I know it came with a little sacrifice. So I appreciate it from the bottom of my heart, man. I appreciate you for giving a platform. I appreciate you for doing this service for other people, you know, and showcasing the people that you can go towards your dreams. And I'm really, really hoping that this message, something today could impact someone out there that we don't even know yet. I know. And if it could do that, it was totally worth the time and more than happy to do this again as well, too. But I'm praying for massive success for your podcast because you have a story and it needs to be shared. I appreciate that. And, you know, it goes without saying, I I see big things for you in your future. And, you know, I'm going to study the ways of James Zhang because obviously you you know how to make life work for you and you're giving keys to help people figure out how to make life work for them. And, you know, I'm hoping I could pick something up from that. Absolutely. More than happy to help wherever I can. Yeah. We'll talk but, a lot. Can't wait. Okay. So why don't you go ahead and let my audience know where they can find you. And if there's anything you got coming up, you would like to plug, go ahead. You can do that right now. Absolutely. The best way to find me, check out my Instagram. Instagram, the, the ha- it's uh, at James C, the letter Zhang, Z-H-E-N-G. On there in my bio, you can find links to our Facebook group pages we were talking about. So we're always looking to empower other people, but I do a lot of content. And my goal this year is to really provide a lot more valuable content to the masses on my Instagram. So if you're looking for inspiration or whatever that it is, positivity, check out that. Also my Facebook page, uh, you can find that as well too through my Instagram. Um, But yeah, check me on those platforms. We'd love to connect. I love hearing amazing stories and everyone has one. So I'd love to get to know them as well too. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate that. And like I said, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, if you just scroll through uh, a couple of the videos on James' page, you're guaranteed to be like, I want to know what's in this guy's back pocket because obviously he has some type of key that's giving him the smile that everybody else has this year, you know, and obviously you're motivated. Um, you're very health cautious and you, you can be a goal that someone set in mind. You might not, they might not want to reach exactly where you're reaching, but they do want to take the steps that you're taking. So, you know, again, uh, you know, Hats off to you for just being yourself, you know? Thank you. Much appreciated, my friend. Well, this has been another installment of the I Can't Make This Up podcast. I'm your host, the Land Over Legend, a.k.a. Big T. And you can find me everywhere podcasts are available. 
just look up I Can't with a K. Make this up podcast. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Please like, share, and subscribe. And leave a comment. I accept all feedback. It doesn't matter if it's negative or good. I'm just going to take it and, you know, run with it. And please, please don't forget to follow me everywhere. This podcast is available. And until next time, talk to you later.